Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real practical application. Hello, welcome to another episode of Practically Christian Podcast. Hello. Thank you for all the support you guys have given on these podcasts because I re- we really, really love doing these. Like It's, it's a, a lot, lot of fun. fun. Jinx, Ooh. personal jinx. Okay, pinch poke you on me, okay? He pinched me. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, head over to Scent.Church and feel free to email us. And as always, don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook at Scent Church and Scent Church Volusia. And share, share, share. And in case you haven't heard any of the other podcasts, the reason there's two Facebook pages is because we're a church who is all about planting other churches. And uh, Scent Volusia, Scent Church Volusia, is a daughter church. That, that we are trying in the process of planting. And for those who don't know, that, that just means starting another church. So so now all the shameless plugs are out of the way. Thank gosh. You know, because it's not uncomfortable for everyone involved. Um, <laughs> I'm not uncomfortable. I am. Okay. Anyway, another time, another story. <laughs> I remember growing up and when Bill Clinton was president. Oh, boy. And I kept hearing about this don't ask, don't tell policy Yes. in the military. And I remember as a little kid going, oh, that's for, like, spies. So if no one asks you, you don't have to tell them that you're a spy. So you're saying... You, I was little when this was happening. Hold on. You're saying you thought that if the enemy asked you if you were a spy, you were just supposed to say yes? Well, you got to tell me if you're an undercover cop looking to buy drugs, right? Wow. Okay. Like, isn't that the law? You have to tell me, otherwise it's entrapment. For those of you listening, no, that's not the law. Um, I was a cop, so no, they don't have to tell you. Okay, moving on. So my advice is just don't buy drugs. That's a very that's <laughs> very good advice. Just saying. <laughs> oh um, boy. But in my in my mind, like that's that's all I could wrap my head around. Like that that's what I thought it was. And it was not. Okay, well, when Obama was president and I was old enough to understand what was going First of all, let's talk about why I even heard it when I was younger. Like, how do you think that happened? You were being nosy and listening? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I could, I learned to read at a young age, too, so in my, I might have read it. Like, you know when you're in the grocery store? No, because like, I think it was, like, all over the place. It was on the news. It was in newspapers, magazines. It was all over. I just know. I was like, whatever. Don't ask them. They won't tell you. It's not entrapment. Didn't know what they were asking or what they were telling, but... Well, and I didn't know if that meant, like, me with my parents, too. Like, if they didn't ask me, I didn't have to tell them, right? You probably did that already. No. Yeah. I never lied by omission. No. But anyway, I do remember, like, when I was older and Obama was president and they were repealing the don't ask, don't tell policies, and I finally figured out, oh, that's what that's for. Okay. You know, you don't have to disclose your orientation. Right. Um, and now that I'm older, I understand why that was even a policy. Like, I get it. Not not that I agree with it or, you know, all the ramifications behind it, but I, at least I understand what it was. Right. And like most people listening right now, because I'm assuming there's a lot of people listening right now. Hundreds. Thousands. thousands. It's not just my mom. Nope. Hey, Nana. Although, although yes, yeah, she probably is listening. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you for all the support, Mom. <laughs> I can't do it without you. 
Oh, are there any other plugs you want me to say? Because I wait. Are you texting me right now? No, no. It was a news alert. I ninety five's closed down for oh, a brush fire, by the way. But anyway, um, you're probably wondering where I'm going with this. No, I think I know where you're and, going. And with I promise that. I'll get there. You know, because he can be long winded sometimes, and I have no idea. But I think I might have an idea. She don't have an idea. But I don't know. If I really know. You have no original ideas ever. It's terrible. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> Obviously not a good one. No, it did not land well. But I grew up Baptist. Oh, boy. And I know you did not grow up Baptist. I did not grow up Baptist. I grew up Pentecostal. I grew up Baptist. Wait, not just Pentecostal. In Spanish Pentecostal churches. Wait, don't tell everyone you're Spanish yet, because that's a different podcast like oh, we're going to get into. Don't. Just forget I said that. But she's Spanish. I am Spanish. But she... Ruined my whole next podcast. I'm sorry. I see, but you don't tell me anything, so I don't know. But the one thing that Baptists can do, almost as good as Jehovah Witness and Mormons. Oh my goodness. I don't even know what you're going to say. Is evangelism. Oh. I don't know what I thought you were going to say. And as a good little Southern Baptist boy. Oh yes. I forget exactly how many classes we went through on how to evangelize. Romans Road. That That's one of them. Roman Road. Um... Evangelism explosion, oh, you know boy. the little colored bracelets. Uh, see, I, did, I had no idea what you were talking about. What would Jesus do? I had that bracelet. I still have mine. Remember? I actually had the kids in class make what would Jesus do crosses the other day. I know, and how arrogant! Like thinking back, how arrogant that we would sit here and go, "We know the mind of Christ." Or right that we would have any idea what Jesus would. I have no idea what Jesus would do. I mean, probably the opposite of what my heart wants to do. No. Yep. Could it be because we have all fallen short of the glory of God? Could it be? That's Romans oh, 3.23. Oh. And let's say we were to run Hang a race. Hang on. What, what, what does Jeremiah say about the heart? I don't know. That it is wicked? No. And evil? Does he? And that no one understands it. Man, Jeremiah, you're ruining it for everyone. <sighs> so if I say I love you with all my heart, does that mean that, like I wickedly love you? That was a terrible accent. That, that was <laughs> awful. I apologize to anyone from the New England area. So sorry. But anyway, um, I know I forget how many classes I had to share my faith, but I know it was at least 10. And Oh my gosh, are you serious? At least. And I've always had mixed emotions with it. Um, but I look at the state church uh, uh, I look at the state of the church on a whole right now, right. and I would take any of those programs compared to what we have now. Yes. Like any of them. And I'm not saying those classes added people to the kingdom, as some people say. No. Um, but it was so much better than the don't ask, don't tell approach that we take now. Right. You know, and what I mean by that is the practically Christian, like, mm. we only talk about church stuff at church. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. And and we have, and especially if Dan's listening, because he's going to get a kick out of me trying to pronounce this. We have car pet, nope. Compartmentalized? We have done that. Oh my god. He can't say compartmentalized. We have done that. We, say we've got no. Carp, carp, um, carpe diem. Nope. No? Seize the day. Nope. But anyway, what we've done is we've, we've made church this one thing, and that's one part of who we are. And that part is only allowed to come out on Sunday when we're surrounded by other people who we think believe pretty much the same stuff we believe. You mean the days that you're allowed to speak Christianese? Right. How are and you? Blessed and highly favored. Amen. Come on now. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I remember taking a quiz going, if someone asked you, you know, and it was like a Scantron thing, like, these are the responses. In church? Yeah. Oh you didn't have to. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh. But the fact that I know you believed me and there's a lot of other people out there that believe that. I, like, did, I did believe you. You know, I mean, when we are out and about, we, we talk about work things at work and we talk about church things at church and... When we're hanging out, we don't want to offend anyone around us. And we oh, just, no. So we ignore the topics of? Church. And? Jesus. Well, politics and religion, right? Like, you're not allowed to talk about those things. Because right. those cause arguments and that fights. That hurt and, somebody's feelings. And, and our, our goal should never be to hurt no, feelings. That's but, not what I'm saying. But I think that even speaks to the age of uh, the snowflake, snowflake syndrome that we live in. Right. All of us millennials. Yep. It's very sad. Zillennials. Whatever. Generations, like all of us, like mm-hmm. we get offended at everything, everything. I, I got hugged too much. I didn't get hugged enough. I, you know, someone called me fat and someone called me muscular and someone said I'm really smart and funny and that offends me because how dare you, you know, take only those qualities amongst my other great ones. Oh my, did you just say you have a bunch of great qualities? I wasn't talking about me. I'm not <laughs> funny or smart. I don't read good. That's terrible. Forrest Gump. Everybody has seen the movie. Does I'm he not say a that? smart man, but I know what love is. <laughs> don't ever do that accent again. That's terrible. <laughs> Forrest Gump was a great movie. Okay, great. everyone's seen it. It won awards, I think. I'll have to ask Barry. Not really sure. But, I mean, that's what we've been taught our whole life. Our faith is our private little thing between us and Jesus. Oh, I remember hearing that. And, it's your and personal. We, yeah, we yeah. go to our prayer closet, and, you know, we do it in secret. Mm, yes. And, you know, only God can judge me, and it's not my position to tell people their choices are are less than stellar. And all that is wrong, 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 wrong. Well, Romans 14 speaks very differently to that. What does it say? Romans 14 is all about do not be a stumbling block. Don't, yeah, don't judge. But what, well, you don't hang need to on. be a stumbling block either. I'm not... Mm, see, I'm... Okay. Go ahead. You know, and then Romans 12 tells us not to conform to the ways of this world. Right. You know, don't look like everybody else, basically. And Jesus tells us in Matthew 5 that we are to be the salt and light of the world. So people it, should know that you're a Christian not because of what you say, but because of... How, you, yeah, how you What you yourself. do. And, right, right. Okay. You know, a city on a hill cannot be hidden. You know, and, and we do... So why then do we think we shouldn't talk about our faith? Like anyone who's ever like interested in apologetics, and so many people are, they just don't know it. And apologetics is? Comes from the word apologia. Which means? A defense for. I always thought it meant you were apologizing to people for your faith. And then you find out, it's too late to apologize. No. No. <laughs> no. It's too late. No. <laughs> nope. Anyway. But anyone who, like, you, you do it all the time. Because someone says something you don't agree with, you say something back. And that comes from... If you have children, you know that's true. First Peter 3. I mean, always be ready to have a defense for the hope found inside of you. And that's a good thing. But people won't know there's hope inside of you if you're not talking about it. And I know that years ago, someone had said to me, I knew you believed in Jesus, but I didn't realize you were that much of a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> That was... We have different levels. I am a Lotus 5. I am a... I don't know. Well... I can't judge you. 
Okay. I don't want to offend you. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, too late for that. Um, Everyone out there is like, dude, I heard your Forrest Gump impersonation, yeah, and no. then you tried to sing. Like, yeah, what no. was that? So I knew that there was something wrong there and something had to change. Because apparently how I spoke to people and dealt with people did not say Jesus. Right. And and I know most people out there go, well, I don't engage in apologetics. Like, that causes too many fights. But okay, you've got. To I stop can't help it. Like today is accent. A, today is a pers- impersonation day. Who were you impersonating just now? I don't know. No. Bayside. Valley. It sounded British, like a bad British accent. I'm not even gonna do that because I don't want to. This this doesn't somebody? need to be an international. Okay, thing, okay, keep going. Anyway, but you do. You engage in it all the time. I mean, from. Gun control and abortion mm-hmm. and racism and right. do you like boys or do you like girls? Are you a boy or are you a girl? Right. You know, should we cohabitate? Cohabitate. That's what I said. I just said it slow so people <laughs> could hear me. Okay. I can't talk. I get it. Can we talk? <laughs> you know, we we do it all the time. We have opinions about everything. Right. And And all you have to do is look through someone's... You know, Instagram or, or um, said Twitter, Twitter or their Facebook or their Snapchat, <laughs> and you can see where they line up on all these different issues. What about MySpace? No MySpace. But, yes. Is that still around? Yes, it's still around. I use that exclusively. Stop. Like someone created this fake Facebook account for mm-hmm. me. I, I am on MySpace. It's That's me awesome. and Tom. That was your friend on MySpace. Like, everybody oh, had that's Tom. right. The guy that created it. Um, and most people don't have a problem sharing their church stuff because when they do that, it is their church that is taking the abuse. So, like, you'll share. What do you mean? Like, like your mean? church will post something and you'll share that. Okay, but people won't actually but, write type something themselves. No, no. And, and in fact, okay. most people, I, gotcha. I don't even know if they, they will really get into sharing that gotcha. as much as they'll like it. You know, and... And I get it, because then it's the church that takes all the abuse from your See, friends I, that don't I, agree with church. I don't get it. I don't. And I don't agree with it. But what I want... <laughs> when I say I, I get it, I don't mean I agree with that. But you get where they're I coming from. I get what from they're doing. Like, where they are. Yes. Like, that way my church can be the bad guy. Right. Like, well, I, I didn't say I can my oppose, pastor said I can it. oppose, you know, abortion... Through my church without right. saying I that don't I do it. it. So I don't offend anyone. My church right. does. Right. You know, and and although I don't agree with that, but okay. what we need to understand is what's called the the theology of location. Okay. And I don't like using church terms all the time, but like that sums it up and and basically what it means is God puts you at a certain house surrounded by certain neighbors mm-hmm. in a certain workplace or a certain school or a certain social club. Even or grocery ca- store. Like, yes, all yep. of that is on purpose because you are surrounded by people all the time. And I know it takes work to to realize those gospel opportunities like when they come up. But I think that if you're seeking to have a real relationship with someone um, – those conversations will come up naturally. I mean, I, I think, I mean, at least for me, it does. Well, it, it really boils down to this, the whole point of church. Like, why do you even go to church? And this is, this is mm. a different podcast that we're going to do, but 
But like, why do you even go to church? The whole point of going to church is to encourage and equip the believers to go out and do the mission that Jesus left to make disciples of all nations. Right. And, you know, if you consider yourself a disciple, then you need to be discipling someone else. Right. You know, someone needs to be coming behind you and you need to be teaching them and, and you need to be getting taught. And that's how that system works. You lead people who will lead people who will lead people. Right. You know, I'm all about leadership. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and not in the house, though. Well, well that's your job. But it, it really, it does. It boils down to the we've adopted this whole idea of I don't want to offend people, so I can't tell them about Jesus because Jesus, let's be honest, can be offensive. Yep. All by again, himself. But again, not on purpose. Our, our goal should never be to hurt someone. Because if we're hurting someone, then are we really loving them the way we would love ourselves? Right, our motivation. Like, I am not all for, hey, let's go hold up signs telling people that your sin is, is, you're going to hell because you're a sinner. Because I I hate to break the news Uh to some Christians out there, but... We're all sinners! Yes. And and although sin looks different in everyone's personal walk in life, Mm -hmm. we all fall short. Like, that's what Romans tells us. Yep. You know, Romans 3.10, no one does good, not even one. Yep. Last time I checked, we all fall into that no one category. And and although, you know, that leads to many other conversations we can have, um, but that's not very effective. Like, how many people have, have been like, you know what, I do want to sit and have further conversation with you as you're sitting here going, you're an evil, wicked sinner, and if you don't repent, you're going to go to hell. I was going to say, when you're damning them to hell, they're not going to sit down and be like, oh, yeah, let's get coffee together. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I, there's truth in what you're saying, but I'm just saying that but tactic may not be your, your The most best beneficial. Thing. And really and truly, who you should be going to are your brothers and sisters in Christ, not non-believers, because they don't live under the same guidelines you do. Right. A non-believer doesn't understand the things of Christ because... They're a non-believer. Right. And their eyes are still veiled. And their heart's not changed. And, and again, that's a whole other podcast. Like, we have got job. to do better, though, at just going, hey, this is who I am. This is what I believe. And, and, and we can still hang out and we're still cool. Because not every single person that Josh and I talk to, I know it's going to shock people. Not every single person is a sold-out believer. Right. Hear that silence? Not a word. Oh, I could have said a lot, but... I'm saying from the audience. Do you hear things when we're podcasting? <laughs> I hear people <laughs> chit-chatting. You're talking to me right now. <laughs> what? I like, you. I know you can't I see, but you. I put my finger up to my ear like the newscasters. You know, this just in. He sure did. But anyway, all that understood, you know, until next week, I challenge you, have three conversations this week with people that you have been putting off talking to about Jesus. Like, bring up Jesus. Somehow. Let them know the gospel. Let them know something. You know, it may be simple. It may be uncomfortable. It may get messy. But open up that dialogue. Stop putting those conversations out. And if they ask questions, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That means they're paying attention. Are you going to have all the answers? Nope. No, none of us do. And that's okay. But if you don't know the answer, don't sound ignorant and try to bumble through something. Admit you don't know the answer. It's not a bad thing. Nope. But tell them you know where you can get it. You know you know how to find it. Show people you love them by talking to them about where love comes from. And it's not from our hearts. 
No, because those are deceitful like I just learned. And wicked and nasty. So until next week, we love you. Have a great week. Bye, guys. Please comment and share. Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to sent.church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you, and we love you.